0: Dig a bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi there. I want to do one more Dig a bit from 1 Corinthians 15. As you can tell, I'm awed by the glory of this chapter. As we look at the Gospel, last time we looked at how that God brought together the execution of the gospel through his son jesus christ the transmission of the gospel through his holy spirit and the apostles the reception of the gospel that is our part and the witnessing of the gospel by those people who actually saw jesus after he was raised from the dead god used all of those groups of people to magnify the central being divinity that came to earth gave his life was buried rose from the dead and was seen by above 500 people at once god brought all of that together all of those people together and more but those are mentioned in first corinthians 15 to his glory at calvary but today i wanted us to notice one more thing that's pretty powerful to me from first corinthians chapter 15. again the beginning of the chapter moreover I declare to you the gospel that I preached to you which also you received and in which you stand by which also you were saved there's an if here if you keep in memory what I preached to you unless you have believed in vain I really want us to notice that if and that unless in that verse we are saved by the gospel if we keep in memory what was preached we gotta remember what was preached unless you have believed in vain do you realize that it takes more than belief in the gospel in jesus christ for us to be saved he says here we can be saved if we didn't believe in vain there are people who believe the gospel who have believed in vain oh but cindy collie believe in the lord jesus christ and you'll be saved in your house well that's from act 16 that's from the story of the philippian jailer that's when he got up and went out at midnight at the risk of his life in order to do a work That was going to bring him salvation. Not all by itself, not without grace. But the fact that he could be baptized in the middle of the night was an exhibition of the grace. It was grace that allowed him to have his sins washed away. So I want you to notice verse 2 again by which also you were saved, unless you believed in vain. You mean, Cindy Collie? people can believe the gospel and still not be saved? Well, this verse says you can believe, and that belief can be in vain. Well, what else does it take? Well, we go on and read about the witnesses of of the gospel, but then we read in verse 10, but by the grace of God, wow, there is grace of God, That's Paul talking. By the grace of God, I am what I am. It's grace that saves us. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. Wait a minute. So you just said belief can be in vain? And now you're saying grace can be in vain? Is there something else that saves us besides belief and grace? Let's go ahead and read the rest of the verse. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed on me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. What is labor? It's work. We have to believe. And we can believe and it still be in vain. We have to accept that marvelous grace of God. But it says that grace which was bestowed on me could have been in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was. This. What makes us work? What allows us to work is grace. I'm telling you, this passage is pretty amazing. And one of the amazing things about it is that it says we can believe and still not be saved. God can extend his grace and yet we still are not saved. It takes that belief. It takes that grace. But it also takes laboring. Laboring, there's something to do. No one thing saves us. Some people say works saves us. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It is It is grace, His grace. Some people say, yeah, His grace is all it takes. No, it's not. It takes grace and our faith and an active obedience to His will to his grace i respond and that all of that together is the response to the gospel wherein we stand how do we moreover brethren i declare to you the gospel which i preach to you which you received and wherein ye stand it takes our belief it takes god's grace and it takes obedience to the gospel In order for us to be saved according to this passage by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it's the gift of God we are saved by his grace through our faith but our belief according to this passage can be in vain it takes all three it takes grace faith and works and none of that avails of course our faith and our works doesn't avail without the grace that was given to us through the blood of Jesus Christ at the cross that's the gospel his death burial and resurrection but we must obey the gospel i love that from so many passages and i won't take the time to go to all those today but it's very clearly taught in 1st corinthians chapter 15 a text that we don't usually go to when we are saying it takes grace, faith, and works. But it is really there in First Corinthians 15. I hope you have a great day.